There's an historic battle going on now across the West, in Europe, America, and elsewhere. We have been sold this meme of Islamophobia. Total and complete shutdown. This is all wrong. We have to be able to criticize bad ideas. So you don't believe in equal pay? No, I'm not saying that at all. There's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it. Because a lot of people listening to you will just say, I mean, are we going back to the That's because they're actually not listening. Welcome back to Illuminating Taboo. Thanks for being here. So today we have an extra special bonus episode um, because something's come up in the news and in the media that we really want to talk about and we hope you, that you get involved in the conversation and let us know your views on it. So I'm your co-host Lucy Barnes. And I'm Cassandra Boone. Thanks for being here. Today's episode is all about female sexuality as it relates to a very provocative video called WAP, spelled W-A-P. I'm sure you definitely saw it at this point. So um, I hope you enjoy what we have to say and let us know what you think. So let's talk about the famous WAP video. (laughs) What does WAP even mean? And is it pornography or a feminist triumph? How did Cardi B's and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP video start a culture war and what does it mean? So this is uh, this episode will be focused on just that, um, the rap collaboration that has upset Ben Shapiro enough and made Russell Brand even think hard about it and cause an online, you know, fur on the female sexualization and what it means. So let's dive right into it and talk about, first of all, what WAP means. WAP spelled W-A-P actually stands for wet <laughs> It's deeply philosophical. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pussy being the woman's vagina, reproductive organ, and wet suggesting pleasure and in a state of pleasure. So in my mind, simply because of that and the focus of that in the lyrics, this video is all about the sexual liberation part. And I do think it is about woman empowerment, female empowerment, taking ownership of that sexuality. And I am uh, I'm of the belief that Russell Brand is wrong. So uh, what do you think? <laughs> so uh, I'm in two minds, um, as usual. Uh, on the one hand, I do think it's about time that women take charge of their sexuality and just think, no, I'm not taking all these thousands of hip hop songs that talk about, you know, subjugating me. And I want to do something with it. And I think it's powerful in that regard. However, and it's a big however, is it a bit much? Um, I'm going to take the Douglas Murray line on this, the author of The Madness of Crowds and The Strange Death of Europe, both really good books, where he said, um, it's a weird paradox when women can be as sexual as they want, but then they cannot be sexualized. And that creates such a, a difficult paradox for men and I think that that maybe taking charge or women being in charge to that extent to over men and just kind of being that vocal, it it, it could have a backlash effect as well. Because when we talk about, you know, um, you know, potential partners that we want to be with, men are turned off by women that are like that. I mean, not for sexual partners, but for long term 
wifey material and i hate that phrase because it's obviously so entrenched in the in the patriarchy or what whatever the patriarchy is you know but at the same time you know do women want that because that's not the way to go that's kind of my thoughts on it what about you me i think sex is a part of life a natural part of life at that i think songs about sex have existed since the beginning beginning of of hip-hop you know but I also think that there's a time and a place. I don't want to play this at my four-year-old's birthday party, nor is he going to see the video if I have anything to do with it. However, I don't think it's the worst song. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, I'm like, this is pretty tame. Like, I've heard worse. Yeah. My neck, my back, for example, is a lot <laughs> worse than this song. I do love it when she says, I don't clean. And she, because yeah, we don't, that's dismantling the women in the kitchen stereotype, which I, I loved about it. So I love the fact that she snuck it in I don't cook there. or clean. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love she's that she beautiful snuck that in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but another problem I have is this uh, glamorizing of sexuality to a certain extent. We know that Cardi B was a stripper. Do we want our children to look up to a stripper who's got that much plastic surgery when plastic surgery to that degree has been proven especially fake boobies they have been proven to have massive problems you're cackling in the boobies. way i just said <laughs> we're so we're so childish honestly we're trying to be, have these deep discussions but you know especially you know they're, they're actually proven dangerous they're toxic these these implants and i think that that is potentially problematic when we're looking for our kids and role models that we want our kids to be Cardi B is probably not one of those, especially when I'm taking the stoic mindset that role models are important. I look to, for people like Oprah or Malala. I would not go in with Cardi B. And I don't think anyone would, even fans of Cardi B's music. I don't think I don't they're know. out here at their kids' birthday parties. But I'm not sure. I can't speak for every parent. What I can speak of for is myself. And like I said, the world the world is real and it exists and sex is real and it exists. So for, for me to use that as an argument, um, I don't think it will stand in court. Oh my goodness. My tea is ready. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, speaking of tea, so let's spill it. Um, I, I just, I just think it's just, it's not uncomfortable to watch. And I actually found it quite empowering to watch in a way, but then there is that kind of, there is that part of me that's just like, oh, you've literally got your whole body out. There's nothing left for anyone to explore. You, you've got the whole thing out. Like, and, and then if that, you know, has adverse effects later in life, that's not going to be good for dear Cardi, especially if she's got a little baby and now her that, that baby's got to grow up and watch that video of her mom. Like, I can't think of anything more horrific. Like, and I do think it's borderline pornographic, but we're going to do a whole episode on porn because I disagree with it fundamentally. So stay tuned for that. But um, I do think it kind of verges on that level. Back to the Douglas Murray um, quote that you shared, I wanted to ask what were the repercussions? What kind of repercussions do you think can occur when women take ownership of their sexuality um, and, uh, and what does it mean? What does it mean to be sexualized to you? Um, I think it puts men in even more of a confused state. Like Douglas Murray uses this, uh, he exemplifies this by the, uh, uh, beautifully poetic Anaconda video by Nicki Minaj, um, where right at the end, she comes on to, 
I think it's Drake and but she like and she dances all on him and it's all very sexual very heated but then he goes to touch her and she smacks his hand and she walks away and it's like is that is that empowering or is that slightly cruel particularly as what we know biologically about male testosterone what do we know about male testosterone are they like a beast to their penis like is that what you're suggesting Uh, here i'm absolutely not (laughs) suggesting that but they do (laughs) have but they do have certain drives that are on general except from you know thyroidism and and these kinds of um issues and also trauma enhances a woman's libido but we'll have a discussion about that on a different day as well um but you know on the whole men have way more testosterone and more desire to spread their seed as much as I hate that phrase as more so than women and I do think that it can kind of torture them um you know and and I don't know whether torturing men and and it has this repercussion on their body is particularly okay either I don't think this tortures men I think they enjoy it I think Russell Brand so one of the points he made was um it's very much the male gaze. Like one of the reasons he doesn't watch pornography is because of this skewed version of, of sex that isn't realistic. And, it, and it's very much like all about the man, all about the man at the expense of sometimes at the expense of women. Um, and he says what, they, what he doesn't agree with in the way in which they, they approach the situation is they're still taking that very male gaze situation like it's still very much like you're showing if as a woman seeing this video I wasn't like turned on I I was kind of just like oh that's interesting you know body parts like I'm very uh, I identify as you know cis straight female and I and I'm very much like it did nothing for me that way you know and um it's very much a video that is supposed to be seductive, I guess, for men or for people that are attracted to women. Um, I, And he says it's kind of counterproductive because they're doing exactly what men are doing already and they're not doing anything different. They're not taking it to another level. They're not going deeper. But I, but I beg to differ because when you listen, when you break down those lyrics, <laughs> some of them are really shocking, but that's what the point is. It's, I think, shock is the only way to get media attention lately. That's why everything is so harsh. Everything's so intense and extreme, but so is, so are these videos. So if you, if it wasn't shocking, no one would be speaking about it. It wouldn't be going viral. It wouldn't be um, the number one. It's, it's it's getting to up to the billion searches, the number one search video. It's beating the Bieber, you know, (laughs) and that's, and it's it's incredible. It's incredible how much attention it's getting. And um, people are appalled by this because of how, quote unquote, shameful it is um, to present the female in this way, because we still do this with women. We still we still think of like, you know, Saint woman, Saint Mary's like cover up, you know, there's like a good woman and a bad woman. They are obviously a bad woman because look at all that skin Mm -hmm. and uh, that demonizing women for having their body and being proud of that body and, you know, doing doing what they do, which is, which is being this, they have this erotic energy about them that I don't agree with that demonization. I think, I think I like Audre Lorde's take on um, the erotic as power. And I do think that it can be misused. 
And are they abusing it? Maybe, maybe they're going a little over the top, but I don't think it's my place to tell somebody else how to do things. I I do do agree. But then, you know, there are so many stereotypes about women as there are also about men. And one of them isn't the woman in the kitchen thing. So they've obviously dismantled that very well. But the other one that I think is quite important, especially when we look at movies and the history of how they've evolved, the femme fatale creature of a woman um, who, you know, yeah uses men as prey and i and and doesn't respect them and tortures them and i think that that does come across so i'm like girls you've done well for the women in the kitchen stereotype however i'm not so sure about the femme fatale one and i'm not sure either are particularly good stereotypes and um and i i wonder how much more we would do on on russell brand's point about um how you know we're just doing the same thing as men i wonder how you know, the video had been different if it was two beautiful women rapping about books. And I think that would be pretty sexy. (laughs) But it might just be because I'm a nerd. But that would be doing something so empowering for women that isn't what men have already done by over-sexualizing women. And I think that if that happened, maybe we'll do it, Cass. (laughs) Hey, I'm down if you're yeah, down. <laughs> and I think that that would be a better way because that there is no stereotype of a woman who reads and, you know, not that I know of anyway, there should be. And I think that would do more for the female empowerment. I can be what I want than putting yourself out of the kitchen stereotype and into the femme fatale stereotype. Agreed, especially because it's a stereotype that already exists. I couldn't agree with you more there. Um, and. As far as looking to Cardi B and Megan B. Stallion for any sort of, any sort of like lesson, that's not what they're there for. Are you kidding? You said it yourself. She is a stripper. She's out here getting attention. This is exactly what they want us to be doing. She accomplished her goal. She shocked us. We're talking about it. She's on the daytime news. You know, like putting her on daytime television and, and, and flabbergasting Ben Shapiro on daytime television is exactly what makes her famous exactly what will keep money rolling into her bank account she's accomplished her goal her goal was never to like educate her goal was never to you know what i mean her no, goal but if, if, if there are shock. girls that look up to her they're never probably going to have a settled life with a husband and kids i'm not to be that person but that is actually likely true because we have to look into what makes you desirable both to men and to women if that's something that you want, if you don't, and you literally just don't care and you don't want a family and you don't want to care about what your kids think of their mummy being, you know, naked in a video that they have to look at and get bullied by their friends who use it as porn. If you don't care about that, fine. <laughs> but if you do, like, can you just imagine like how, do, how your husband would feel if you did that and he saw that and then your little kids had to look up to that? Like, what, what, what honestly would you feel about that? I I wouldn't be in this scenario. Like even this hypothetical is like so it it wouldn't make sense for me as a like non-artist, non-rapper, not, you know what I mean? But I but she has a baby, she has a family. So if people are looking up to her and they see that she's well acquainted, she's already in that situation, I don't see why 
You know what I mean? I don't see why anyone would have a problem with that. Like I said, it'd be like something at the door, like marriage, there's no secrets in a marriage. So for me, it's like if if having a husband and children is your goal and you're completely open about what you do for work and how you choose to approach your work, then I don't see a problem. I don't I don't see how somebody can be undesirable based on that. Really? I mean, if that yeah, because porn stars have husbands, it's a job. For some people, it's a job. And I know. I know it's easy to judge the naked I'm not ju- woman. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm talking about well. the kids. Like Cardi B's uh, daughter's fine now. In 10 years, when she sees that, I'm talking about the long-term repercussions. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about how that kid's going to feel seeing her mom. You know, we've all walked in on our parents having sex and it is not no, nice. we have not. Thank oh, God. okay. Maybe that's another trauma I have. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to leave this conversation and go cry in the corner. <laughs> no, I mean, some of us have though, and it's disturbing, let alone seeing that on, uh, you know, it, it's the age of AI. It's going to store all your data for the rest of your life. You know, you need to think things through, not just in the short term, but in the long term. And I think that that's going to be problematic for her child. And, and if her child's mates are all saying, you know, haha, I um, watch your naked mum when I when I go to bed at night that is creepy and it's probably going to happen and she'll be rich enough not to care <laughs> because of the money she's making today do you see what I mean billions of dollars like for me it's is it uh, all about money though <laughs> for her it is for strippers mm, it is yeah. and for and that's what that's why they do, do you think they would be doing this if they weren't getting paid you know what I mean I think it's all about money for her and uh and it is very short-sighted. And who knows the repercussions it can have on the future. I think the sexual liberation parts um, with this comes with, like what Christina Aguilera said, um, like, why is this a problem? Like a man can like brag about all the women he slept with. And this is essentially what they're doing in this video. And, and they're being judged for it. So it's like, there's a, there's a double-edged sword here. And like you said, maybe it's biological. Maybe it's because women don't have seeds to spread. We're more like an egg. And it's like, you know, mm. and, and we don't have that intrinsic desire um, biologically. Maybe that's it. But maybe there's something else there. I think the sexual liberation parts comes when, um, like, it's like women want equality in every way shape and form and this is a form of equality as well like the free the nipple movement was all about that but you know men had to protest to be able to be shirtless in public without it being a scandal as well like no one talks about that but the reason why we don't bat an eye when we see a shirtless man at the beach or him running on the street is because they because you know male ancestors walked marched the streets shirtless you know and it's like oh my gosh like people were appalled but it happened you know what I mean? So just because it happened a long time ago doesn't mean it can't happen. It, it, it doesn't mean it can't happen for women. The Free the Nipple movement speaks about this as well. Maybe the problem itself is the fact that anything sexualized women, anything sex and women is a scandal, no matter what yeah. it is, because women are supposed to be a certain way. You mentioned to yourself, if she wants a wife, if she wants a husband and kids, it's like, no, husband and kids shouldn't even be like, in a question it shouldn't even Why? you know what i mean what, this, what, if that's some what, what a woman truly wants i think that we're you know funneled in the media with you must be successful in your career and actually you know to our biological level there is nothing wrong with a woman aspiring to be a mother like we need to normalize that more jordan peterson speaks about this a lot and that's why he gets such a backlash from feminazis 
but you know at the same time it's Ooh, that's a good word I'm gonna look it up <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the the really too far feminist um and I think that I think it, I think that we've we've taken that away from a, there is a beautiful bond, and I know that we you've spoken about it a lot, lot between a mother and a child, and that is rooted in oxytocin, which is the bonding chemical of your brain that is sacred, and motherhood is sacred. And I think that we shouldn't. If a woman wants a career, I'm a career person. I, I'm not a family person. That's just me. And that's fine too. Darling, you can do both though. No. That's a really good bit that I recommend. It's called Darling, You Can Do Both. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to choose. Not if you're a barrister, honey, you do have to choose. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you. Um, so yeah. And, and I think that, I think that that is a massive problem. I think that we are telling women that they need to be money, money, money driven. And what happens if they want to be family driven? Why is that suddenly a wrong thing? Why is that now become a taboo? Because of the patriarchy and, and capitalism, money makes the world go round. Yeah, but it's like, well, what do they want? They kind of women now want to have their cake and eat it. They kind of they want they want both, and and, and it's like men, you know, try to give them the the stability, and then they're like, no, I want a career too. And now that we've got the career part, now they're trying to take away the stability, and they're like, ah, I want both. Darn you, men! It's all your fault. You give it to me, and that's kind of how it comes across sometimes. I know it's more complicated than that, but that's my <laughs> all from a all from a sexy ass video. Do you see this? Do you yes, see this? yes, yeah, I know, and it divides people. I, I think there's another point that I want to ask you about is how because this is a part that I do like the the um, sort of sexual liberation and the sexual freedom and the woman taking sort of control over her sexuality because we've kind of been denied that over the years and you know it's not as distinct in our culture as it is in others for example with female female genital mutilation like a woman a woman's clitoris being taken off so that she cannot feel any pleasure I do think that there, people in those cultures are going to be looking at this video and thinking what the heck and there is a massive question of why you know women can look like that, but then can't wear a hijab or a burqa, which is a discussion for another day that we'll have. And it comes down to this, this choice and this Western choice or illusion of choice that we have. But then there's also this other question of, you know, when it comes to women's sexuality, because in this video in particular, they talk about uh, female orgasm. Are, is everyone uncomfortable with the idea of that? I am sure... I'm sure there's a lot of people that are uncomfortable with the idea of sex in general. I think one of the reasons why it's even getting attention is because of we were all kind of repressed. We all have this like, we're all like sexually repressed, like especially when it comes to women specifically, like women judge women very well, just like men judge women very well. Everyone is judging the, the sexually liberated women. Like there's no one on her side except for other maybe sexual liberated women or people. And um, I, as far as wanting to be a mother, I've always wanted to be a mother as well. And and I don't think there's any shame in that. I don't think there's any shame in being a career woman. I don't think, I, I do believe that people can have both. And I think what this video uh, makes me think of as a mother, if I was Cardi B and I had a baby girl and and uh, knowing that when they she'll grow up seeing this video, I, I think 
because I'm sexually, if I was her, I'd definitely be like on level, you know, 10,000 sexual liberation because right now I think I'm at a level like 68 and she's at level 10,000. You know what I mean? Her ability to just go out there and do that. Like I, I don't have that. I don't have a bone of that in me. I can't even like post a video of me like, you know, but anyways, um, knowing that she's on level 10,000 of sexual liberation, I'm assuming that it's translating in the way in which she's parenting in general. Some people, to some people, it's it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal to see like a nipple. I remember breastfeeding in certain places, and it, and it was a huge deal. And I got the talking to, and and the and the parents covered their kids' eyes. Like I I seen it be a huge deal in some circles, and I've seen me breastfeeding in some places where people don't even glance down. They, 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 they don't have problems looking at me in the face or looking away or, you know, whatever. I've seen both ends of the spectrum when it comes to just, like, feeding my child because of the female body being so over-policed and everybody's problem. Everyone is involved because it's the female body and it's affecting me. Everything about you is affecting me. Like, the female body is not even about herself a lot of the policing happens because of how it affects other people. Um, so I'm assuming the way in which she's going to raise her child is the way in which she's living her life. And obviously I'm assuming she is aligned with who she is meant to be. And I'm assuming she's not ashamed. She doesn't seem ashamed in the video. So her lack of shame around this topic will make her child like not bat an eye. Like our, our kids are going to be like, ooh, ew, boobies. And her kids are going to be like, ah, that's just another Wednesday in the Cardi B house. You know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe this is the future. Maybe we need people that are like this. Who knows? Maybe they're going to change the world as we know it. Who knows? All I know is this video is sexy and it's creating enough buzz for somebody to get paid. And I'm like, that's good. Get your money, you know, <laughs> get I, paid. I kind of get you. I just think it is that whole paradox um, and not really knowing what is expected from men in this day and age now. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, and I think that causes problems. And men are just going to, dating's never going to look the same again. And this is why when it comes, you know, to like things like Tinder, I've never been on any dating app. And I don't think, yeah, I literally know I won't ever go on them. And I, I find them uncomfortable because it's all kind of based on this sort of shallow, what they look like kind of thing. And, you know, I, I think that men are going to be so afraid to do anything. And that's not what women want us either, because women put men in a paradox because they want, they want a man to appreciate their power and liberation, but they also want them to make the first move nine times out of 10. So what about that? Well, the lyrics and the song is all about women taking control of their sexuality and like women enjoying sex enough to be like, hey, you, I'm ready. Let's do this. So as far as like that question and like men not knowing what to do, this is like empowering women to be like, you love sex. You know, WAP is all about that, you know, wetness, that arousal state. Ask for it. Tell them what you want. Go get it. That's what the video is about for me. That's what the song is about for me. It's like, stop being so weird and shy about it. You like it. Go get it. Period. So as far as like, what are men supposed to do? They're supposed to just like, listen, wait, and get the, their bones jumped on if and when that is but appropriate. If, but if a man did that to a woman, it would be sexual assault or statutory rape. And this is another problem. I don't know how the system is in Canada, but and not to make this really, really dark, because this is a lighthearted discussion but you know this needs to be brought up you know in england you cannot 
commit rape as a woman. The crime of rape requires a penis. You can get done for sexual assault, but you cannot get done for rape as a matter of legal fact. So the fact that this is now women taking charge, they're just going to, what if they take control of men to the point where they do whatever they want and they can't ever get in the same trouble for rape because it's not legally protecting them. And then they'll get, you know, people will protest, men will protest in the streets saying that that women need to be done for rape as well. But then they will, then there'll be another further feminist backlash where they'll be like, no, no. And and, and what do people even, you know, want? And that, that is a massive problem. Like the facts as well that we can, cannot normalize a standard of men being sexually assaulted and raped at all to the point that it's reflected in the law. What happens if women's taking charge is going to mean that they do sexually assault and rape men, and then men have nothing to do. No man is going to go to their boys and be like, "I, uh, you never guess what happened to me the other night, and it's really disturbed me. No, they're just going to repress their trauma because men can't talk about their issues, and that's really sad. Wow. I didn't know that that was in the law. I wonder what it is in Canada. I never even thought to look. But exactly. maybe I wonder if that's also because of how, you know, when, when people picture rape and, and you know, they're, I just, I wonder if that has more to do with like biological, you know, like it for, is. for like, am I, how is it, how is that even going to work? How can you even rape a man? Like for me, it's like, how much Viagra am I going to have to put in and mix with the state rape drug to put him in a comatose state with a hard penis? Like the heart, like, you know what I mean? Like that's like a whole, I hope I don't have to, that's a whole other rabbit hole. I don't think those song is telling people to rape men. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about yeah. the repercussions of the sexual liberation of women to that extent. I'm not talking about the video encouraging uh, that. I don't want people to come away from this and be like, oh my gosh, Barnes thinks that the what video is encouraging women to rape <laughs> men because that's what the media is like. And if the yes. Daily Mail gets a hand of that, it will be blasted <laughs> everywhere. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we need to be really in charge when we do talk about sexual liberation of women and we need to know what it is exactly we want and what we're willing to put forward and whether we would normalize a standard of sexual assault because I know guys that have actually had that situation happen to them you know when they've been drunk and there's nothing they can do about it because the woman has just taken charge sexually to such an extent that he didn't want that but he couldn't say no and then no one cares about that no one cares about that I don't know. I, I think makes uh, you uncomfortable. Huh? I can a, see no, it in but here. I think that's another conversation for another time because yeah. I have so many questions, and I'm like, do we open this with can of worms right now? Because we no. I can go on, you know. But that's another conversation. Male rape is a taboo topic, and well, that's a or female rape, or how would we even name that? But that's another conversation for another time. At hand, this WAP video, where the repercussions of sexual liberation, like radical sexual liberation, I think. It's just like more orgasms and more females, you know, talking openly about getting that, like getting that pleasure. And because if if there's any indication in any of the research done around orgasming, um, a lot of women have never experienced it. Never. Mm-hmm. And that's just, for me, it's like, I I wonder why that is, you know? And, and why that hasn't been a priority for them. And then maybe if sexual liberation could help in that case, period, period. If, if, if it can help remove that veil of shame, because shame and orgasms do not collide very well, you know, um, depending on what you're into, really. But, 
Um, what do you think of the video? I am curious to hear your thoughts. I, is it sexual empowerment or is it everything wrong with society and women to this day? Please uh, join us in yeah. the comment section Absolutely. of our socials. And we want to reaffirm that all opinions are welcome. And, you know, we're going to manage this well. We're not having people deem people as sexist and racist unless they make a comment that is actually explicitly so because that is not a culture that we want to encourage we want to encourage a culture where it's okay to put any opinion you have and we'll talk about it like it, it, you know we, we want to undo the unpopular opinions thing because if it's your opinion it's valued by me and Cass Agreed. you you matter you really matter and I want you to know that so yeah Anyway, <laughs> um, so let us know what you think of that of that video. I didn't get to do my rapping as Cardi B, but I don't know if I if I've got it in me currently. But yeah, well, right before we press record, and she's told me she would do this. I'm hoping that she changes because her I mind. might not get it on on record. Okay, I can get I can get our sound. She was saying that she's record. not a fan of Cardi B as a rapper, no, and no. neither am I. She's not my favorite artist, especially rapper. However. Mm-hmm. She's successful for a reason, and and that just goes to show, you know, there's a market. (laughs) And that is our episode on female sexuality as it pertains specifically to the WAP video, the controversial video that was shown on the news. But do you know who put it on the daytime TV? The media, because this is exclusively supposed to be a nighttime-only kind of video that's shown on shows like BT Uncut or, you know, at the times when your children sh- should basically be sleeping. Denying the people of such raunchy videos because it's quote-unquote bad for children is like denying people of Game of Thrones, a fantastic TV shows because children exist. The children will always be there. It doesn't mean you have to deprive us of the exclusive content as adults. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really good point. Um, And there's another thing I thought of as well after the episode, which is when we talk about how beautiful the female body is and empowering that, specifically with this video and specifically with Cardi B and a couple of others out there, is it the beautiful, natural female body that we're empowering or is it plastic? Because I think that 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 pertains to different questions entirely. So I really want to know your thoughts on that and everything else that we covered in the episode. So make sure you get involved on our Instagram at Illuminating Taboo and also subscribe to our exclusive emails. So um, that's at IlluminatingTaboo.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to have you here. <laughs>